Hello and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. My name is Michael and I'm joined by Kaylee. Hello. And we talk about all kinds of spooky and creepy things. And as always, remember to send us your stories, encounters, sightings, or theories at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Or just message us on Twitter at paranormalhl. You talked last week about ghosts in the White House. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And I actually started looking into it a bit more afterwards. And I kind of fell down a rabbit hole of paranormal buildings in America. And I ended up reading about the Denver International Airport. I have heard about the airport before. Um, I don't know the exact... I can't remember exactly what's in there. I just know that there's a bunch of weird shit in this airport. Yeah, there's so much. And there's so many theories. It's, I was thinking about it when I was going through it earlier. And it's at the point where if even one of these was in an airport on its own, you'd be like, that's really weird. But there's so many of them there. You're just like, okay, it has to be crazy. It has to be something. Yeah, that's the thing. There, there no, has like, to be something there. It's just so weird you write it off as not being weird. But just a little bit about the airport. The first thing I noticed about it was the absolute size of it. It's twice as big as Manhattan. Holy. Wait, how big is Manhattan? It's, there's, I have that wait, here wait, as well. Wait, wait, That's one fucking point, insanely huge. There's right? 1.6 million people living in Manhattan. Yeah, but that's just because it's super condensed. Well, I actually was thinking that too, because I wrote it down that the buildings there go up, not out. So you have to think of that. But in Denver Airport, what if the buildings went down instead of up? Shut up. (laughs) That's what I say to that. So there is proof that there's buildings underneath Denver Airport. And some of them are actually used. One of my favorite ones is there was a baggage system. It was a big, massive thing when the airport was being built that they would have this new state-of-the-art automatic baggage system. Okay, well, that's good because so, I hate it when my bags go missing. Basically, you've seen Toy Story 2, you know, baggage area works. There's conveyor yeah, yeah. belts moving the bags and it sorts them. I well, just the really one- want to go into one. Well, you can go into the one in Denver International Airport, but it's like a tour thing and it's very rare. There's a load of conveyor belts moving the bags around and sorting them. Well, the one built under the airport decided to go with a fully automated system that served every plane and sorted the luggage. So you didn't need anyone in there. Okay, that sounds good. Well, in 1993, when it was being shown to the press before it was completed, it went absolutely nuts and started firing bags around (gasps) the place. And ripping bags from the uh, clothes from the bags. And it was getting jammed into the system and making it go crazy. What the fuck? It's possessed. The how people did, who, how? The people who operated it gave it the nickname the baggage system from hell, which I know doesn't sound very dramatic, but still. Well, yeah, I can understand how that would be a fucking problem. <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed if my baggage got opened by a machine. Not even opened. Like, if it got launched through a wall like a reporter. <laughs> Could you imagine if you just scanned your bag on? You're like, oh, yeah, here, watch it go down the conveyor belt. And then it shoots out the wall next to you. Or just getting your bag back and there's like a bit of blood on the corner of it. <laughs> But yeah, Denver Airport is twice the size of the island of Manhattan, which I thought was insane when I first seen it. Is it a busy air... Like, do people go to Denver? Well, there's... It's actually the biggest... The second biggest airport in the world. The biggest one in America. Why is it so big? Now, see, that's just it. Before it was made, it was actually talked about how they were building one right outside Denver, but Denver already had an airport, so there was no need for this one. Okay. But in 1989, they agreed to make it, basically. Yeah. Now, they had a budget. I'd say, like, with inflation, it'd be about four and a half, five billion. Jesus. 
And the mayor said in 1990, we will have our airport by 1993. In 1995, the airport's finally opened. Two years behind schedule and 3.4 billion over budget. How? 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 I'll, I'll get the I understand wire. going over budget, but for sweet Jesus, that is so much over budget. You could build this. You could. They could have built a second airport. To be fair, they did have to summon a demon to possess the conveyor belts. So yeah, that- that's true. That that's a few million off the top right there. Well, in 1985, the airport's finally built and about to open. It's about to open in February, and with inflation, it was 3.4 billion over budget and two years late. A few things altogether why it was delayed. Mainly, a big part was there was a strike. There was um, there wasn't injuries to anyone there, but like contractors kept getting fired, and they were given reasons for like unsafe work areas. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense then. But it was like they went through. Like, I think it was close to double digits for the number of people, like the number of companies that have come in trying to build it. Oh, that's they so weird. They swapped their building companies a lot. It's like, um, you know, H.H. H. Holmes, the serial killer from America. He built um, a murder castle. Well, I had compared it to the Winchester house. Well, yeah, it's similar to that. But this guy actually built, he built a hotel to kill people. And the whole idea was he'd bring in contractors. They'd build like a specific area of the place. And then he'd bring somebody else in and they'd like, he'd hire and fire so many contractors. So nobody knew what the actual place looked like, really. They didn't know the layout of the house. He had like vents that would lead to like gas chambers. There was like tubes that he could push, throw bodies down to the basement. Uh, The rooms were laid out like labyrinths. So somebody tried to escape, they couldn't find their way out. There was doors that led to nowhere. It was terrifying. It was, it's been dismantled since, but that's what it really reminds me of. You kind of do that thing to hide things. Yeah, that's what people were saying. Like, there's a lot of work. There's rumors of buildings six stories tall buried underneath it. And people who've worked on there, like worked on the creation of the airport, came out and said that they saw tunnels and buildings and they worked on buildings and everything. Yeah, now there is some rooms that people know about, like the underground baggage area. And there is like a train system that brings people terminal to terminal underground as well. That's sick. That's really cool. Yeah, I looked at the pictures, like I watched videos of people riding it and it's just, it looks creepy because he was at night and most of the lights were broken. Oh, Jesus. Well, if it's underground, it's going to be dark anyway, right? Yeah, that's true. One thing about it is because they were so over budget, their total budget was absolutely insane. It was like 8.4 or something in current money. 8.4 billion? Yep. Holy shit. That's so much money. So much money. There's art all over Denver International Airport. Yeah. And the art alone has caused for some pretty insane conspiracy theories. I've heard about a few of these. But something really cool in Denver is called the Denver Public Arts, which sets aside 1% of every government capital improvement project that costs over 1 million to pay for the creation of public art. And because because of how insanely high the budget was for the airport, they had (laughs) an insanely high art budget. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> and I actually think that's really cool like that any big government projects also have to fund art like art stuff did, does the airport automatically own all these art pieces then uh, they were created for like yeah they're part of the airport if it's 1% what's 1% of 8 billion uh, it, I think it worked out at like 80 million fucking hell now, they really went to work with it. So in 1993, they commissioned an artist called Louis Jimenez. Yeah. And he was asked to build something for outside. 
Is that it? That was his instructions? <laughs> like, you know, like build a tall, you know what I mean? Like, he's an artist. You can't give him too many, piece. you can't give him too much restrictions. Yeah. Yeah, to build <laughs> well, the, you can. You to absolutely build can. You can, re- you can. You can request certain things, you know? <laughs> no nudity, no devil horses. You I know, don't like think he got usual. a brief that just said build something for outside <laughs> he just come back with like a deck and chairs or something <laughs> I don't think he'd build a patio he was an artist <laughs> well they asked for something outside you know maybe it's an art piece ooh <laughs> hey shut up <laughs> but he built a gigantic blue fiberglass monster it's a giant 32 foot tall statue of a blue horse that's rearing and it has bright red lit eyes do they actually light up? Yep. How do they light up? I assume there's like lights and wiring. Huh. That's a lot of effort just for the glowing eyes. The statue's official name is the Blue Bronco, but it's been given the local nickname of Blucifer. Blucifer! <laughs> and I really love that and I wish we had one here. Like it's such a cool name. That is the funniest name. I love Denver, it. Denver gets Blucifer and we get Miggins. Now, the statue was added to the airport in 2008, but it actually has its own bloody story. Do you okay. know about this? I don't think so, no. So wait, Louis please Jimenez... tell me it like fell on someone and killed them or something. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> it, if that's what happens, I swear to God, this is we're changing the podcast. This is now a prediction podcast. <laughs> Louis Jimenez was commissioned by the airport in 1993, and he basically set to work making the 30-foot-tall monster. It's fucking big. And in 2006, while making the head, it fell on him and severed an artery in his leg, causing him to bleed to death. Oh, oh man. Showing an immense lack of awareness, despite the fact that the statue had already tasted human blood. The city of Denver were like, well, it's finished. We might, and we paid for it. We might as well stick it oh, up. Oh no. So they, they put did. the head, they put the head on it and unveiled the statue. And it's apparently been like a bit of a controversial thing, but that honestly. That must have been covered in blood. That must have been caked. It was just the head. The head hadn't yeah. been attached to the body when it fell on him. Yeah, but the head still got put back onto the body and put on display, you know? You know for a fact that thing's been scrubbed clean of blood. That's kind of terrifying when you think about it. They've had to scrub it clean a few times, actually, because people keep vandalizing it. And, like, one person painted its hooves orange. No, his name is Blucifer, not orange Sifer. Yeah, but I kind of like, you have to respect the person that vandalizes a 32-foot horse that's already killed once. Yeah, that's true. Fuck, man, that's terrifying. Do you think you could get on the back of it? Well, not really. It's rearing up. So, like, yeah, you, if you, you climbed up, like, Tarzan or some shit. You probably would, but you'd look fairly small. Yeah, but like, (laughs) be a sick ass profile pic. Yeah, you getting shot down off the back of Lucifer. Yeah, back off the murder horse with the glowing eyes. Jesus Christ. I wonder if the eyes were glowing when it killed your man. No, well, it wouldn't have been wired up unless he had like put in like, I don't know. (laughs) We can only hope. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or what if like, right, it fell on him and while he's dying, he looks at it and the eyes light up as he's dying do you think it's like Chucky and he like his soul possesses the, the horse now no because like what if there is the no LEDs w- and his eyes just glow because it's possessed <laughs> yeah, nobody's realised they haven't had to change the bulbs in 14 yeah. years <laughs> how do you change the bulbs on that shit big ladder <laughs> just a bigger horse statue <laughs> you call a vet <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking of that scene from Harry Potter you know when Ron's on the back of that horse piece from the chess set Oh yeah, and it just gets smashed. smashed. And I always wondered as a kid. I was like, "He's fine. He just fell over." 
it like it didn't, it even didn't hit, hit him. him. Yeah. <laughs> the horse isn't the only statue in the airport. There's also gargoyles all over the baggage claim area. Hmm. I don't like that. Now it, they look down on travelers and watch them. Now these are indoors and outdoors. That's very strange. Yeah, uh, apparently it's because gargoyles used to be like a symbol to ward off evil, like from churches and stuff. So it's to ward off people's bad luck to stop their bags getting lost. They're only called gargoyles if the water runs down off of them out their mouth. Yeah, I like that. That always looks really cool. But why would they be indoors? There's no rain. Eh, flood. Continuing on with the art for a minute before I get to the tunnels and everything. Yeah. There's four murals in the airport. Do you know anything about murals. that? Uh, I v- vaguely remember children crying, I think it was. Okay, so... Or dying. I have the pictures of them here. Yeah. Because I knew you'd want to see them. I do want to see them. So this one is like a fairly normal looking one until you kind of look close at it. I don't understand what's going on here. Can you see the like statue on the ground? and the Yeah, what is that? Basically, it's people from all over the world. Look at the little Irish ginger kid. Oh, look at that. Jesus, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's you as a child. What's happening? It's what like a small world after all with a big gay flag around it and a dead statue. So the statue is meant to be a statue. You can see it on the right of war, violence, violence, oh, war, violence and hate and everything. This is the second picture. So can you see the woman holding the baby? Yes. Opposite her, where the man that is currently blocking in this picture, you can see a note on the ground? Yeah. So that note is a letter from a girl in Auschwitz. Jesus. Uh, There's a man with a gun, a sword, a mask that looks a lot like a skull. Yeah, it does. It looks like a gas mask. Yeah. Like a really fucked up gas mask. Yeah, it's like he's wearing a gas mask. There's ruined buildings, lines of people, and crying children. Yeah. Right, and then we're on to the next one here. A child over a dead cheetah, I think it is, over tree graves. Hmm, this one's a bit weird. Yeah, from like the decapitated buffalo skull to the little German looking girl on the right in the grave. From what I understand, these are like different kind of cultures that were meant to have been killed out. Yeah, so for anyone listening, it's the image is the background is a forest like burning down. Then with a the floating city in the smoke. Can you see Oh it? yeah, that's like way in the background. There's like a smoke. Then there's like a whale off to the left. I think it's in water. I don't know what that is. It's red anyway. Then in the foreground, you've got three graves. Not graves, but three caskets with with people from various like regions dead in them. A dead cheetah. A bunch of kids crying behind the gr- the, the caskets. And you've got like a turtle that's caught in some nets. And then you've got like a bunch of birds that are in like clear display cases. But that one's flying in the display case, as in like the, f- the display case looks like it's around it. And that penguin just looks so hot. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, look at it. <laughs> what? The penguin? Yeah. What do you mean hot? Like, it looks like like there's no ice or like there's fire all around it. Okay, sure. Is that a penguin? It's very strange anyway. And then there's like this buffalo off to the right that looks like its head is mounted, I think. Yeah. Then there's like a little girl and she's holding like, I think that's like a treasure map or some shit. Look at it. Yeah, it looks like she's reading she's the treasure map. She just found like the road to El Dorado or some. See that little kid in the right hugging the squirrel? That's me and my cat. <laughs> the city in the background kind of looks like um, 
like a, like stones. I don't think it really looks like a city that much. Kind of looks a bit like Stonehenge. To I me. thought it was like Olympus or something. It looks like a floating city because there's like gold be. clouds coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. This one is very strange. Then there's this one. Hmm. Yeah, this one just reminds me of Small World after all again. Yeah. So it's basically the first the way it goes is there's two pictures showing like death and destruction and the consequences of men's actions and then there's two new pictures which show everything in harmony yeah and people are basically saying that this is the illuminati and the freemasons plan for the new world order come on man now you can't really write that off right away because inside denver airport is a time capsule and have you seen what's on the front of it no Okay, so I have a picture of the time capsule here, and it was commemorated in March 19th, 1994, even though it was meant to be for the release of the airport, which didn't happen for over, almost a year later. And this is inside, like, the main hub of the airport. Okay, so the, see the G in the, like, stuff there above the yeah. date? That's the actual symbol for the Freemasons, and it's yeah, been acknowledged yeah. by the people who made the... Who made yeah, but, like, Freemasons is, is a it's a thing you know it's just like a group uh can you read the sentence underneath the date <laughs> new world airport commission when you look up the new world airport commission there's a bit of a problem <laughs> what so it doesn't exist <laughs> that's not that big a deal it's not hard to see how people made the leap from new world airport to new world order now the really weird yeah. thing trying to find out is if the new world airport commission actually existed and from the answers i've seen it's yes they did exist and were at the unveiling but they were disbanded and then it's yeah. no like these are all different official answers i've seen in different places no yeah, there yeah. was just meant to be a comma between new and world yeah and then no it was obviously a sign to let others know like I mean, it could be any of those things, you know? Yeah, but I think if you stamped your logo on a rock in a public place, you're not going to put a very thinly veiled code on it. But if it was, hypothetically, if this whole airport was like... If the Illuminati or the Freemasons had something to do with the building of this airport, as in they were doing something that was a conspiracy, they were building something that they weren't supposed to be, why would they be building, putting murals up, telling people what they're doing, and putting it on a stone? You know? Well, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like they'd be a bit smarter about it. They're not going to leave clues around for people to find. Yeah, if you're part of a secret society that wants to like rule from the shadows, you're not going to like put a bat signal up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think this is silly. But, uh, like, I'm, I, my uncle is part of the Freemasons. <laughs> I thought you were about to say part of the airport. He's part of the airport. <laughs> The horse. The horse is my uncle. <laughs> Wait, so could you be part of the Freemasons? Uh, not in Ireland. You're not allowed to if, uh, if you're a woman in Ireland. Surely they'll have changed that by now. No, you still can't join if you're a woman. Uh, there's a weird initiation thing to get into it. Uh, there's like a sword and a ritual and all that kind of shit. You have to believe in some kind of god as well to be in the Freemasons. doesn't matter which one, you just have to believe in a god. I believe in myself. Sure, why not? Go by Bender logic. But um, after that... It's just a networking thing. It's just a place for people to meet other people. Yeah, I can, you know? I can see that. 
Like, and um, I think it's there's also, not a lot of business that goes between them as well. You know, like if some one guy in there's a carpenter and another's a builder, like uh, you know, does construction, they do business together in the you know in their fields and stuff. So that's kind of what it is, really. Is the Freemasons? I'm not sure about this now. Do they have anything to do with that group in Florida? Which group? So there's like this weird group of famous people and politicians that keep meeting meeting up in this area in Florida. Nobody knows what goes on in there, and someone flew over and took pictures, and they do like. Like ceremonies with torches and robes, and nobody knows what the hell they're doing. I think there. I remember hearing about that. That's just an orgy, man. I'd love so that. So it is a thing that just wealthy people like to do. Now, the people, as I was saying earlier, though, um, like the proportions of the entire place make no sense. So with that time capsule there, there's nobody was really sure what was in it. I know for a fact there's a pair of shoes belonged to the mayor or something. Yeah. Like I think he meant to put them in there. It wasn't just like he he ran out of things to do and just chuck them in he just put his shoes in but there's a lot of theories that like when it opens there's going to be like a bomb well not a bomb but it's going to release a viral thing because they had expected <gasps> themselves to have a strong enough hold on the world within a hundred years I don't believe it yeah that seems to be most people's reactions to it now the one thing I will say is if you're going to have like a secret society and a spot for them to live out the apocalypse yeah. It would make perfect sense for it to be Denver International Airport. Uh, yeah, no, it makes sense for it to be like a base that that rich people would go to if there was like end times, you know what I mean? Yeah. It happened in uh, American Horror Story where there was like, I think there was nuclear bomb, nuclear warfare going off or whatever. And there was just rich people going to this one spot where they had bunkers already built and they could survive there for however many years. Like, I, I do believe there is something like that. There's ones that you can purchase. There's ones that are available in America, like openly yeah. purchasable. Yeah, like I imagine there is like a bunker society, not even preppers, but like layaway preppers, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I actually went and watched an episode of Preppers the other day because I was curious as to how these people would deal with the current pandemic. Like if, if you were a prepper and like everything started going into lockdown and stuff you'd in be America delighted. or whatever. But yeah, you'd, you'd be delighted, but also like you'd actually get to use your bunker <laughs> if that makes any sense i've seen a show where people were like building bunkers like custom bulk bunkers that were ordered and this one guy was an absolute lunatic i loved him so when you're coming down the stairs like into his bunker if you manage to get through the handrail has a flamethrower going all the way down it that spits fire and what? there's another thing where if he pulls a rope this fucking massive metal thing which spikes all over the front of it swings down from the ceiling to impale whoever's <laughs> on the stairs and at the what very the end at the door into his bunker there's a slot where he can put his gun where he can see you and you can't see him so he can shoot you what the fuck, man? He What's the company called? Kevin McAllister Bunkers? <laughs> they did do really cool stuff, but then, like, this one guy just showed up and made the entire show look at, like it was for nutjobs. Oh, man, though. Did you, did you ever go visit, like, castles and stuff, and they have that hole that they used to pour hot tire down on top of people if they were sieging the castle? Oh, there's a name for that. It's called Murder the Murder Hole. <laughs> I, I thought it was the Glory Hole. <laughs> no, it's the Murder Hole. <laughs> It's so funny. They have a hole that's just the murder hole. <laughs> the murder. But also, I've been to a few castles that have been like updated within like the past 100, 200 years to have those little gun slots so that you, you can shoot your gun out, but they can't shoot your, the gun in to the room. It's the same basic like idea of narrow windows on a castle. Yeah, pretty much. 
the uh, arrow windows, yeah. But the basic idea behind the tunnels and buildings and bunkers is that a massive international airport is a great place to have your end of the world safe house because yeah, nobody be suspicious if you go in there, especially because yeah. of how big it is. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you are part of like the Illuminati or whatever, like the New World Order group, yeah. And you decide, okay, or you find out, because you definitely get early warning, hey, something big's about to happen, the world's going to end. If people seeing that load of powerful people traveling through Denver International Airport, that's a normal day. So if they all just went there and hunkered down, like nobody really know, like it would take a while for people to realize what was happening. But has anybody ever found anything underneath to, to suggest that there is bunkers? Well, not really, because again, though, it's an airport and there's such tight security. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I can fully understand, especially in like modern times, that it's fair for the public not to have full knowledge of what's underneath an airport. If I was working there, though, you know, if I was working there in any way, shape or form, even if I was just working in one of the shops, I would be so curious to I'd look around my eyes peeled for everything yeah uh, yeah I don't, I don't i doubt they'd hire you <laughs> oh wow thanks why the fuck not they have a mural of me and they're not gonna hire me why why wouldn't they hire me because you're like i want to know what's going on <laughs> i can just picture the job interview now they're just like mm, so how do you think you're qualified for this position I'm, show me the bunker <laughs> i'm the perfect person to take you down from the inside also the horse out the front is my uncle <laughs> <laughs> he's in the freemasons <laughs> he's in the freemasons let me in <laughs> i still love that horse though lucifer it's just really cool it's great. It's so funny. Now, Does the horse have anything? I thought the horse had some kind of Freemasonry symbol on it, no? Uh, not that I could find. Like, no, people okay. have vandalized it and drawn stuff on it. But there are a few smaller conspiracy theories all about the airport. Like, that there's a hidden runway that's only a few inches under the dirt. Huh. Ha- what? Yeah, basically, they built, like, a secret runway for something. And people are saying, like, it's twice as wide as a normal runway. Hmm. But it's been reburied underneath the dirt. Now there has been some like. Could you land on that though? If you were on a plane. Well, it would like if you had like a giant. I know it sounds very cartoony, but if you had a giant <laughs> fan, it wouldn't take long to clear it all off. Yeah, but. And an airport is just full of planes with giant fans strapped to them. Yeah, but surely it would have been blown off by now, then no. No, because it's on the like the other side of the airport to the runways. That's weird. That's weird. No, do you want, so one thing people say happens in the tunnels is that there's electromagnetic experiments going on to try and make like super weapons or like flying, like futuristic flying vehicles, basically. Now, I like to think it's all the rich people coming on one giant plane together. <laughs> like in The <laughs> Simpsons when they're getting launched into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's just had this giant fat gold plane and they need twice the size of a runway to stop it from moving when it lands <laughs> now there is one Stupid thing rich people that i think will actually really get your attention about this whole uh electromagnetic experience <laughs> or experiment, experiment they're growing ghosts so a few years ago 14 planes all their windows broke suddenly they were parked at Denver International like they were parked outside the terminals yeah 26 windows across 14 planes suddenly cracked and broke Jesus and people were like okay what the hell and they were like oh it was sharp sand 
It was what? They said it was sharp sand. Is there sand in Denver? Rock salt, basically. Do you know the way we do it for salting? Pocket sand. (laughs) Oh, like to grit grit the runways and stuff. I mean, that could be it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but this was like weeks after they had done that. But the grit sits there for a while, to be fair. And then it just gets drier and drier, so... Makes sense. Be a strong fucking breeze, though. Break glass. Can, can sand break glass? Uh, they said it was because the breeze was at 77 kilometers an hour, or like 50 miles. Did they all break simultaneously, though? From what is said, yes. Because apparently in like... Okay. it was Well, not all at once. It was in like a two-hour period. Yeah, yeah. That's strange. That is strange. Like if it was over a I'll day, fair that. enough. But it was just over these specific yeah. two hours. If it kept like happening over a couple of... Yeah, after a while... That's that's strange. So people it are saying it seems that like it was a blast of something. People are saying that it was part of an experiment and it just released something that cracked the, the glass of all the planes. Now, I like, mean, it could have been like an experiment that blew the sand hard enough to break the, the the windows, you know. True. Although, like airplane windows are really strong. Yeah, that's true too. They're when I mean, they have to be like. Yeah, like geese hit off that. Now, one thing that I. I find weird and I, I think it's really cool as well is that Denver really like what's the word they really embraced it yeah so there's an extra gargoyle, gargoyle they added last year into the main terminal and if you go up to it it actually moves and talks and tells you all the conspiracy theories people have about the airport that is sick that is so cool there's posters in 2018 that were all over the actual airport of aliens and lizard people and everything (laughs) because they were promoting this website called den life which basically goes through the history of all the conspiracy theories and everything like that that's kind of cool though but like it also makes me think that it's not real because they're leaning into it you know i was thinking that the way i thought about it is like when you were saying michelle obama told the story about the ghost yeah yeah like there's a lot of conspiracy theories they do talk about and they embrace but that just makes you pay more attention to the one that they deliberately like leave out that's true too like they didn't like apparently some of the conspiracy theories they don't mention the word illuminati or anything like that that's very strange i don't know do you believe in the illuminati i wouldn't say i'd say no there's definitely something um, I don't think it's called the Illuminati I'd or anything I'd call like it that. more of a click than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think there is something, though. There is definitely some kind of higher organization that we just don't know about. Well, that we can't know about, because if we knew about it, people would fucking riot. But, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say I believe in, like, an Illuminati or anything. But I'd say it's a click at most. Like, it would be a group of people who know each other, but... I don't think it would be as something as planned out as conspiracy theories would make out. Yeah, that's fair. I don't I don't believe in this whole new world order shit at all, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the rich are getting too rich and they, they're comfortable. They're not bothered. There's nothing that they care about enough to, to cause a new world order. But yeah, there is a lot of really cool stuff about the airport. And I actually read a few more buildings, like the Winchester house and everything. But I do think like I want to do something outside of America next. <laughs> that's totally fair yeah but that's pretty much everything I have in the airport without going into like all the really stupid ones like it was yeah. built by lizard people and stuff like that that's really interesting that there, do you think there's the something sand. underneath the airport I think there is but again it might like it's a really big airport and they do use it for military flights so I wouldn't be surprised if there was some like off access hangar or yeah. something yeah not even a hangar but like just barracks or something like that 
Yeah, that makes sense. I think what happened is, right, they built the baggage system, you know? And uh, <laughs> they, got they were like, you know, summoning their demon for it or whatever. But the first demon was just like insane and started like shooting fire luggage at people. So they had to close it off and just bury it underground and, and build a second build a one. one. Yeah. With, with a more temperate. <laughs> yeah, they they, <laughs> they got a better demon. And the other one is still under the ground raging. Just got absolutely mental firing handbags around the place. Just going ham, you know. So if your luggage goes missing, it's probably down there. That's they have to feed it a sacrificial what, luggage every two hours. That's what the gargoyles are for, to keep them out of the nude baggage <laughs> area. the demon trapped. <laughs> but there is other things, like people have said that they hit stuff with the runways and like you can see a swatsika in the runways and you can, but you have to really be looking for it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that's just coincidental because they have to have, have the runways a specific way. Yeah, they actually know? came out and said it was like, there's no Swatsika there, guys. It's just the most efficient way of having a terminal. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Sweet. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. And again, if you have any ideas yourselves for stuff you'd like us to talk about, just email us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com or message us at Twitter at ParanormalHL. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye.